Hello, friends. Welcome to another bite-sized edition of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy, and I am your host, and thank you so much for being here. So if you listen to the episode that dropped on Tuesday, it was the one where she gets all deep about Elf, and I promised an episode about Rudolph, and um, I am not going to disappoint. Or I guess I could still disappoint, but I am not going to not follow through on what I said I was going to do. And thus, what are we going to call this? I guess the one where she gets all deep about Rudolph, you know, um, why change it up if it's working? At least I hope it's working. So this bite-sized edition is about Rudolph and the claymation show that we've all come to know and I think love over the holiday season. And, you know, if you're wondering why I'm recording another holiday themed episode, it's because I love the holidays and I have a podcast and I want to talk about it because I have a different perspective on Rudolph now um, than I did as a kid. So as a kid watching that, I mean, that was just one of the, the things you did. And, you know, back in my day, you know, we had a VCR and I mean, I watched that thing all the time. I recorded Rudolph and I watched that video all the time. And, um, I think, you know, our cable boxes had just become digitized no digitalized digitalized (laughs) before then it was like you know the cable box where you click 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 um but you know I remember we had a digital cable box which was like super super high tech and you know your VCR if you could figure out how to set the clock on that you were like you know probably MIT worthy but anyway you know I I recorded Rudolph, but I loved watching it every year. There was just something different about watching it when it aired. And I still feel like that's the case. You know, I mean, you have the Charlie Brown Christmas special and that's a special place that holds a special place in my heart too. And you can watch it at any time, but there's just something very magical to me about watching it when it actually airs. And, you know, maybe that makes me old and that's okay. I am good with that because there was just something that was just, again, really magical about watching it and knowing that like all of your friends were watching it at the same time. And, um, Rudolph just had, there's just a lot of fond memories for me in watching that, you know, just that warm, cozy time of year. I think for me watching it now, just like the nostalgic element, like when I had my son, the night he was born, Rudolph aired. And so we had it on in the hospital and, um, you know, I have pictures of taking, uh, you know, I have pictures of the television in the hospital room and it just, it made everything just so much more like magical for me. And as a kid, I just loved the the story of Rudolph. I, you know, just thought he was a really cute reindeer. 
and, you know, understood that he didn't feel like he fit in and, and Hermie didn't feel like he fit in. And it is Hermie for those of you, I think there's been like a lot of controversy and is it, is it Hermie with an M or Herbie with a B and it is actually Hermie with an M and, um, you know, you knew Hermie didn't fit in and, yeah, the, the toys on the Island of Misfit Toys and they didn't fit in. So it's like, I got that concept, but you know, once I got older and, and really watched it as an adult, I'm like, this sucks. Like these reindeer suck. And you know, his dad was kind of a dick and Santa was kind of a dick too. <laughs> Just like, this is really sad actually. <laughs> and, you know, I think I think overall the beauty is like, you know, we, we all have these moments in our lives where we feel different, where we feel like we don't fit in. And, you know, as I spoke about in the episode about elf, you know, we all we're social beings. We want to feel as though we fit in. We want to be accepted. And it, I think, you know, it really sucks when you know that you're different and everybody else knows that you're different and you just don't fit in. And for me in watching this, this episode or, you know, this show, um, you know, I can, I can relate to Hermie because he's not happy in what he does you know, and, you know, he's like, well, not, I'm not happy in my work, I guess. And I'm just like, good for you. Good for like saying, I don't feel fulfilled. And, and I feel like so many of us feel that way. Like we're not happy with what we we're doing. And we know that there is, there's something bigger out there that we're supposed to be doing. And I feel like we may be conditioned to think that it's normal to not feel fulfilled in your work, but what if we could feel fulfilled with what we did five days out of the week? I mean, the majority of our lives are spent working. Shouldn't it be doing something that we really want to do that we feel that we feel fulfilled in doing and feel like we're actually making a valuable contribution to the world. And, you know, he, knew he wanted to be a dentist and nobody had ever heard what I think of what a dentist was, or, you know, at least Rudolph didn't. And I just love that he knew what he wanted to do. And, you know, I felt for him because he knew that he didn't fit in. And I'm just like, how many of us feel that way? And we just want to be accepted and loved for who we are. And even with like Rudolph, you know, he's born and his nose is red and it's different. And, you know, the mom's like, well, we're just gonna, I I know this thing by heart, you know, we'll simply have to overlook it. And, you know, the dad's like, well, how can you overlook that? His beak blinks like a blinking beacon. And, uh, I am surprised I pulled that off and, um, you know, and then Santa comes in and he's just like, well, if you ever want to be on my sleigh team someday. And I'm like, well, why can't he be on your sleigh team? Just because his nose is a different color. Like, how is that? Like, 
key in being an effective member of your sleigh team. (laughs) What does the color of your nose have to really do with that? And I get like, it's the story, but it made me so sad when like the dad tried to hide it and, you know, and and how Rudolph says, you know, this isn't very comfortable. And he's like, well, there's more, you know, there are things more important than comfort, like self-respect. And I'm like, so he shouldn't respect himself because he has a red nose. Like, I don't know. It just, it just made me feel really sad. And, you know, I think like as, as a mom, I, I watch it and I'm just like, my kid is perfect. He's absolutely perfect. The way he is, he, doesn't need to prove anything to me. Like I love him for just being him. And, you know, I watch Rudolph and I'm just like, how did Rudolph feel? (laughs) And you're probably listening to this and going, good God, I'm so glad. Like I am not with this person all the time, but you know, my husband and I talk about Rudolph and I'm just like, it's really sad. You know, there's there's no reason why he shouldn't be accepted or, you know, Hermie, like he doesn't want to be an elf. I get that that's a problem because he is an elf, but he doesn't love what he does. And so, you know, I feel like there's a couple of different things here at play. Like one, like Rudolph, he was born that way, you know, like Lady Gaga sings, like Rudolph was born that way. And Hermie, like he's supposed to be an elf. He's told he's supposed to be an elf. He's probably told you should love what you're doing. And he's like, but I don't. And I want to feel like a valuable contributor to the world. And how I feel like I could do that is by being a dentist. And I love that they find each other and they're independent together. And um, they connect because that which makes them different, that which basically makes them misfits. That's something that unites them. And that's something too, that I talked about in the podcast episode about elf is, you know, when we actually like get to know each other's stories, there's more that unites us than divides us. And when we find that thing that we have in common, that allows us to build upon that foundation. And I think many of us, if we actually took the time to get to get to know each other, realize that we're really not all that different. And a lot of what makes us who we are at our core and the things that we may feel deeply or, or have insecurities about many of us have the same ones. They just look different. And so I love that they were able to find each other and, you know, ultimately, you know, they find their way to the Island of Misfit Toys and they learn about, you know, the Jack in the box, whose name is actually Charlie or the water pistol that squirts jelly or the bird who can't fly, but he swims that they later actually throw out of the sleigh when they're distributing the gifts, when Santa's like trying to find new homes for him. Did you ever realize that the bird, the elf picks the bird up and throws him out of the sleigh because I think he assumes he can fly. I always watched it thinking like, oh, okay, well, the bird can fly. 
But then my husband saw something about that. Like that was the whole, that was the bird's whole issue, right? Like the bird couldn't fly. So, so what happened? Did the bird die? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, and I feel kind of bad laughing about it, but you know, they find their way to the Island of Misfit Toys and they find that again, they're really not that different, that there are these toys here that were discarded because they were different. And what made them different actually to me is what makes them beautiful and what makes them valuable. And then we have, you know, Hermie and Rudolph, you know, a lot of stuff happens. Bumble gets his teeth pulled and, you know, Yukon Cornelius falls off the cliff with the Bumble. And, and we later learn that Bumble's bounce. And, you know, anyway, they all find their way back to Christmas town. And, you know, at that point, it's like people have certain realizations, you know, the, the lead elf is like, okay, well, you know, maybe I've had time to reflect and you can open up a dentist office. And so it's like Hermie is accepted and what he wants to do is actually being like encouraged. And then you have Rudolph and I'm like, did anybody like ever apologize to him? Like, no, I feel like he's really accepted when Santa realizes Hey, you have a red nose. You can be a valuable asset to my team. So therefore I'll accept you <laughs> onto my team. Like, and then, you know, everybody loved him. Like in footage that I saw on Freeform that I'd never seen when it aired on CBS, you know, they're like, you know, he's our hero. And I think that's like his mom saying that, but I'm just like, why did he have to prove himself? He should just be accepted for who he is. And I don't feel like Santa really accepted Rudolph until he realized that, you know, Rudolph uh, could add some value. So, so those are just things that I noticed, um, you know, watching Rudolph and I love it. I, I get the overall message is that we all feel like we don't belong at times. And I think ultimately too, we all want to know that we are valued, that we are appreciated for nothing more than just being who we are. And it's okay to be different. It's actually wonderful to be different. And for me, as I've said before, in many of my reels and, you know, in previous episodes, we are all uniquely made. We are all here for a specific purpose. And my purpose is different than yours. My purpose is different than my husband's. It's different than what my son's will be and, or what it is. And all of that's beautiful. Like we all have this journey and it's, it's ours. And my journey is not going to look like yours or my husband's or my son's because it's mine and I'm me, but we all are so valuable just being ourselves. And that's what I get 
from Rudolph is that at times we all feel like we're misfits. We feel like we're black sheep. We just feel like we don't belong, but we do. And we just need the courage to have the courage to just be who we are and who we were created to be because that's what the world's need, the world needs. And we're all worthy of love and we're all worthy of acceptance. We're, we're worthy of everything that's, that's good and wonderful and how we look or whatever differences people perceive in us or that we perceive in ourselves, like that doesn't make us any less valuable or worthy of the good stuff. Again, with Rudolph, I feel like, you know, he shouldn't have had to prove himself, but that's the story. Again, it's really just interesting for me how I look back at Rudolph and I'm just like, these guys are kind of dicks, man. (laughs) What is going on here? But again, I get the overall gist of the story. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. (laughs) Um, I really do love, I really do love Rudolph. I love the story of Rudolph and I may drop a bonus edition on Christmas day that gives you the story behind the story of Rudolph, which I think I just looked up last year just because I was curious. Um, and it's, um, it's interesting. So I do have a couple of fun little things here though. So, you know, I mentioned the bird that can't fly that is thrown out of the sleigh. Well, he's tossed, right? So one of my other questions was like, what, what was the doll's deal? Because, you know, you, you have like the train with square wheels on the caboose, um, you know, the cowboy that rides an ostrich, but you know, the doll, I I've told my husband, I'm like, what was her deal? Because they don't specify what it is. Well, what I learned tonight is that she was actually depressed and this, this actually made me, um, get emotional she felt unlovable just because her owners didn't want her. So kind of makes me think of like toy story and, you know, lots and how he just kind of turned when he felt like he, uh, you know, was replaced, but that just, I don't know that that just really touched me. And for the film to have been, created in 1964 and the doll, her story being that she was depressed because her owners didn't want her like that. I was just like, wow, I feel like that was very progressive. And so it gives me a greater appreciation, you know, more so than I already have for that, for that show. Um, and a couple of other things that I, that I thought would, you know, be interesting. So Rudolph was four inches tall. Bumble was 14 inches tall and Santa was eight inches tall. More than 200 puppets were carved 
for the special. Um, it took 18 months and 22 room size sets to create the production. And 211 frames created one second of film animation. And, um, oh no, I can't read my writing. <laughs> I was like, what? That doesn't, that sounds crazy. 24 frames. Okay, so now it seems less impressive, but 24 frames created one second of film. That is still super, super tedious. Um, and I thought this was kind of cool. So in the original special, they actually never went back to Misfit Island. And I guess viewers were really pissed about that because, you know, Rudolph tells Santa about the Island of Misfit Toys. Santa says, yes, you know, like we will go there and we will get them and we will find them new homes. And then, you know, I guess once, once Rudolph sailed off into the sky, that's when the show ended. But if you notice the very ending sequence is like the polka dotted elephant, you know, talking about how they were forgotten again. And then they see Rudolph, they hear the bells and then they see Rudolph. So that was act that scene was actually created because people were pissed off and they wrote in because they never went back to the Island of Misfit Toys. So that scene was added the following year in 1965. So I thought these, these little factoids were, were pretty fun and interesting. And I hope you found this podcast episode interesting. Um, I, I love the show. I love the story of Rudolph. And I'm always going to love it. It just has a special place in my heart. The story itself has a special place in my heart. But like I said, watching it as an adult, I'm like, it's kind of messed up, man. So anyway, thank you so much for being here. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. And be on the lookout for a very, very quick bite-sized edition to drop tomorrow morning. And um, then the holidays will pass and you will get regular episodes back. But as always, friends, thank you so much for being here. And as I said, have a very, very Merry Christmas Eve. I hope your day today looks the way you want it to look, ends up being the way you want it to be. And um, I'll talk to you all tomorrow.